I would like to introduce your convocation speaker this morning. Um, he is a friend of Mr. Cummers. Uh, he is our final person to sign up for convocation this year. So there's more people coming, but this was the last open slot and he took it, which is heroic because Mr. Lugo has been losing sleep all year long about how he's going to fill all these convocation speakers. And Mr. Birch heroically stepped up to fill the gap. Um, please welcome up Curtis Birch. Well, good morning, everyone. Um, I will say that Mr. Cummer and Mr. Lugo have been slowly suggesting all year that I should give convocation. So here I am. Uh, thank you all for having me here. Um, I'm blessed to say that I have a beautiful family. My beautiful wife is sitting right there. Um, I've also had a successful career that has allowed me to travel all over the US and Europe. But I want to tell you about a different part of my life. I grew up attending public school and in my sophomore year of high school, I was showing up unchallenged, going through the motions, and really, really realizing that there's something that I needed. And one of my friends mentioned that he was considering the local Catholic high school. And he said that I should go talk to the principal. So I showed up and he took me there. I interviewed, applied, and was accepted on one condition, that I attend RCIA. He told me that there was no pressure to become Catholic. So in my mind, I thought, well, there's nothing to lose. So I started RCIA. And a side note, my friend didn't even end up going to the Catholic school. Uh, he was just all part of God's plan. Although my education and faith life were headed in the right direction, my home life was a mess. I had a strange relationship with my father, and my mother had started abusing hardcore drugs. She would leave for days at a time, so I took care of the house. She wasn't paying the bills, so I was fending off repo agents. I figured out how to feed myself. I took care of my sisters every other weekend and basically took over the adult responsibilities of the household. This also meant there were no rules, <laughs> and somehow I managed to stay out of trouble. As I started my junior year, I was certainly challenged, which was, which was what I was looking for. I was also playing football, I had a part-time job at a diner, and I was going to RCA every week. Well, almost every week. Here was the problem in my mind. RCAA was on Thursday nights on the other side of town, and Friday nights were game nights for football. And I thought, you know, I need to get more rest to be prepared for game day. So in the interest of getting more sleep, I missed a couple classes here and there, which was the very quick way of getting called to the principal's office during class. I explained to the principal my situation and what was going on, and then he explained it to Father Tim, who was teaching RCIA. So what does Father do? He shows up at my work on a slow Saturday, and he asks to speak to me hands me an envelope full of cash and says that I need to work less and that I need to attend every RCIA class moving forward. Of course, I complied and I became Catholic later that year. Father's interest in, me, interest in me didn't end there. He spent time getting to know me and learning about my situation and doing whatever he could to give me the opportunity to thrive. My mom continued down her path. She spent all of her money on drugs she lost her job, her vehicle, and her house. I took the path that Father offered and went on to attend the University of Washington. Father then became my parent for all intents and purposes. Thankfully, my half-sisters had a good dad that took care of them. I'm still really close to Father Tim, and I still seek his advice to this day. 
one of the most important pieces of advice that he has given me is that you meet everyone for a reason, whether that's for five seconds or for the rest of your life. Monsignor Shea, the president at University of Mary, said that two of the greatest lies the devil will tell you is that what you do today doesn't matter and that you are alone. Let that sink in for just a minute. What you do today doesn't matter and you are alone. So this leads me to my parting advice. You're all heading into summer months and I urge you to take some time to reflect and pray on the life of King David. We all know that he defeated a giant and he united the tribes of Israel, but he also turned to a life of sin, which impacted not just him, but those around him and his future generations. There is a subtle part of David's life that impacted his decision-making, prayer and discernment. Early on, David turned to God for everything and listened to him. David's decision-making turned to sin when he stopped seeking God's wisdom. So remember that what you do today does matter, and you are not alone. Don't, don't presume that your decisions won't have an impact on your life or to those around you. Have a great summer, and God bless. Praise be Jesus Christ. Now and forever.